eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here. What do you say we do a podcast with Eddie Scazzeri? Hello, podcast people yes uh jerry who normally does the podcast he is uh, uh doing something trick-or-treating related with his children yes uh there's some sort of halloween parade of some sort i guess a hazlitt halloween parade the big, something with the school something blah 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 something i did ask him if he was dressing up he is not he is not okay he's just uh, going to uh, watch his uh kid uh participate in this parade and since he was not in the power chair for these uh, Monday and Tuesday. Right. He said, let me take a day. Right. Let me spend time with my children. Do something which he probably hasn't done for years. Is that going trick-or-treating with your kids? Right. Uh, now, he will be back in the power chair tomorrow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest of the week. Right. And then after that, who the F knows? We never know who's going to be in the power chair. We sometimes find out on Friday. Right. Not always. No. Not always. Uh, So today is trick-or-treating. Now, do you get trick-or-treaters in your neighborhood? I do. In Jersey? Uh, I got about, you know, 75 or so last year. And, you know, that's pretty consistent. I had many years in uh, Basking Ridge in the condo I was in where there were years where I did not have a single person. Right. At all. And I would think, like, condos would be easier to trick-or-treat. Yeah, because it's like an apartment building almost. Yeah. You get a whole bunch for very little effort. You get four doors at a minimum right? for what it would normally take you to get to one door. And in the whole complex, you got like maybe a half a mile of walking and potentially hundreds of uh, people with candy. Hundreds of candy. Now, do you go with one candy for the entire day or do you get a variety of candies? Well, I get several bags of which themselves are variety bags. I see. So it's a total mishmash of stuff. And you go one candy per child, or you go well, handful? No, I go, uh, I'll start off, of course, at the beginning of the day with large handfuls. Mm-hmm. Then as it dwindles, and I'm like, oh, crap, we're going to run out. I'll Then I'll do a smaller handful. And then towards the end, 
if there's a lot left, then I'll go big handfuls again. Now, you're a guy who goes to bed sometimes 6 p.m. Uh, yes. Right? That's your normal bedtime. Some days before 6 p.m. Right. Depending. So what are you going to do tonight is, uh, you know, there's there are the, those teenage trick-or-treaters yes. like to roll around 7, 8 o'clock. Well, I I think my outlier on the late side last year was like 7.40 or something okay. like that. And if that's the case, you know, the... Uh, uh, the wife will be dealing with that because I will be out. But, it's, but you're not going to be bothered by the ding dong. Uh, no. I w- Who is it? <laughs> Al, you've uh, you've slept with me. So I sure speak, have. And uh, nothing disturbs me. That if is my true. own snoring <laughs> wouldn't disturb me. Good point. And I also fall asleep within 30 seconds. That is the amazing part of your sleeping habits. Not that uh, prior to your Zipa, you were snoring like a lunatic mm-hmm. but. Your ability to hit the pillow and then be out. Gone. Yeah. Gone. I don't know how you wake up with an alarm. Uh, yeah, me neither. But I do. You go iPhone alarm or you go uh, actual I hardcore? I have actual uh, alarms. I have two clocks. This is really boring. But I have two clocks mm-hmm. with each with two alarms. So I, I got see. four alarms four going. Four alarms going. One of them with a battery backup. All right. So you are covered. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, the warm-up show today, I had CeeLo in there. Yes, you did. And I realized that I was doing to CeeLo, and perhaps doing to you here, although I'm trying to be more conscious of mm-hmm. it, but I definitely did to CeeLo in the warm-up what we accuse Boomer of doing to uh, the co-host he has, which is doing too much of the talking. Yeah, you were dominating, mm-hmm. uh, and also then before CeeLo could even respond or finish, <laughs> you were on to the next thing, right. just like Boomer, not right. even listening to Jerry, and he go, oh, let's go to Bob in Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. If I had phone calls to go to oh, yeah, you in the warm-up, I'd have been pounded them. You were just going down your sheet, tick, 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 tick. I did a lot of stories in a very short time. Well, because of the format of this thing, mm-hmm. this podcast situation... I have never felt that uh, you are doing that okay. here, so no worries. It's uh, more relaxing than being on the actual radio. Exactly, and we're we're taping, so if anything really horrific happens, we right. can stop and pick up, and no one will ever know. Like if I freak out and just saying curse words? Yes, exactly. All good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious, you're a Netflix guy. Yes. And you're a science fiction guy. Yes. Are you a... Stranger Things guy. Uh, interesting you say that. Yeah. Uh, my wife has been anticipating the release of the second season. Yes. Uh, we watched the the first season, kind of just stumbled upon it, had heard some things about it. And, of course, it has uh, Winona Ryder in it. Right. And uh, Matthew Modine, so 80s stars. Mm-hmm. It's set in the 80s. Right. You know, which is when, uh, you know, I was 17 years old, the whole thing. So, your coming of age. Yeah. Your and era. so, uh, and they do, the first season, they do the 80s extremely well. Uh, it really has the feel of uh, being set in the 1980s. Um, so I had kind of, I had, I really liked it. I really liked the show. Uh, and I had kind of forgotten about it because, again, I'm old. I got a million things going on. And then my wife said, hey, this this second season is out. And, you know, a lot of people have already watched the whole thing, of course. And uh, but me being how I am, I wanted to rewatch the first season. So you knew what's going on. Exactly. I pick up the threads, uh, the little things that you don't miss anything. So we started the rewatching the First season last night got through the first two episodes, and there's only eight, so right you could uh, do certainly that. Certainly by the 
probably by the weekend I will have watched at least uh, the beginning of season two. So I, I do enjoy it. I think it's very well done. Now, I think season two came out Saturday. Mm-hmm. And there were already people you could see posting on social media that they plowed through. Oh, I'm sure they did. Instantly, as soon as it was available, they were there, except for bathroom breaks, and watching the whole eight hours, no doubt. I, I don't have that ability to sit through. I have the time. Yes. So I'm not saying I'm so busy I couldn't possibly watch. I don't have the patience or I will, like, fall asleep if I watch something for too long. Yes, and it's uh, in the um, back in the day when uh, there was the new episode of whatever X-Files, like, I couldn't wait. And this was before the Netflix option was there right? Um, or anything like that. But I, w- I had that same sort of anticipation. I don't know if it's a function of age or what it is, where I'm excited and into it, but it's not like I'm crazy and nuts about it. But I shouldn't say it's really uh, an age thing because my wife is a huge fan of The Walking Dead. And although she's kind of fallen off after they killed one of the characters, it was a big deal about it a few seasons They killed ago. the main character Yeah, off. and like people, and she kind of really it soured her on the whole thing. But prior to that... She could not wait every Sunday to watch the whole Walking Dead situation. Yeah, it's a different experience, the whole Netflix thing. Because mm-hmm. when when uh, something like The Walking Dead is on every Sunday or something, mm-hmm. it it's more of a community shared experience. Yes, for sure. Where now, if you ran into, like, let's say I, I did like Stranger Things and I already blew through the second right. season, you and I can't discuss that. Yeah, right, or I wouldn't want to because right, we're at the different, spoilers. Yeah, we're at different portions of consuming the product. Right, well, that's why The Walking Dead is more of a cultural phenomenon because they have, people watch it live all together. Then it's so big that they have, you know, for most of the seasons, a dedicated talk show talking about what you just watched, The Talking Dead. Talking Dead. With hosted by somebody who I'm forgetting his name is very funny. He does podcasts and stuff like that. Anyway, he uh, so they have that show, and it's definitely more of a, a cultural thing, perhaps, although I'm not in that world of, as like the Game of Thrones, perhaps. Right, yes, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do think Netflix started a Stranger Things uh, talk show. They did. They did for this season. But it, again, it's weird because yeah, you're just, it's all out there. And then, like, yeah, yeah I don't know it, if you can't watch that until it's over. I would not. I would think you wouldn't. Or you know, hey, this is the episode one talk. This is the episode two talk. Or and like that. I don't. I don't know. And it's right. that. But that talking to that's live. That is live. So right. you know, that's a whole different. As we know from doing live radio every day it's a whole different feel and a catchy name talking dead yes exactly i don't know what the stranger things one is uh no all right i I don't have anything clever for that okay uh how about this uh all right so it is halloween i do like to do uh you're familiar with pornhub uh one of these free pornographic internet websites i have heard of it you've heard of it you're aware it exists yes i'm aware there are a number of them but pornhub seems to do a lot of studies. Okay. They release statistics. Like legit, you would say. Seems legit. Yes. Uh, They do different studies around different things. And their new study shows that around Halloween, like we're at today, Mm -hmm. uh, that more people are searching on on the Pornhub website for Halloween slash scary related pornography. Mm-hmm. Like with a uh, a vampire, you meet yes. a vampire, and then the next thing you're having sex with him. Right. 
which is different than other porn just because of the vampire part. Exactly. Right. Maybe someone's dressed like the Wolfman. Or, or right, or Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein. I believe there was a porno, porno uh, many years ago named Frankenpenis. I would, I would not be surprised. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So people are searching for uh, costumes mm-hmm. on uh, Pornhub. Uh, trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting one. Their third top searched term was costume orgy. Costume. That is fascinating. <laughs> and I know it's probably not sort of in line for Halloween, but I know right. uh, there is such a thing of parody porn. Yes, parody porn. Uh, where they'll have either like a whole movie or just scenes or however they right. do it. Where it's sort of based on a movie. Yes. Uh, or, you know, Star Wars or whatever it right. is. Right. Yeah. I remember as a kid, uh, well, not as a kid. I mean, I was probably 22 years old, but in my mm-hmm. head I was a kid. And my friend Paul, who I do my other podcast yes. with, he used to work at a video store. Mm-hmm. It was the old mom and pop stores, though, where they had a adult section. With the curtain in the back. The curtain. So just so you felt even <laughs> more creepy. And you could see, they only had half a curtain. Right. So you could see legs and feet back yeah, no there. Um, but because he worked there, we could just take porns right. and then return them when we could get them out of our house. Right, exactly. But they all back then used to have movie-related titles. Mm-hmm. So like there was uh, Crocodile Blondie right. instead of Crocodile Dundee. Uh, Beverly Hills Cox instead nice. of <laughs> Clever. Beverly Hills Cox. And one of my favorites was On Golden Blonde. Yes. Yes. On Golden Blonde. A classic. Uh-huh. A Robo Box was yep. another. Mm-hmm. A Robo Box? Yes, instead uh, of RoboCop. Yep. Uh, there was box one. being a euphemism. You know where I'm sure, going. Sure, the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one. Um, instead of Top Gun, it was Hot Gun. Okay. It was, uh, uh, but they were fighter pilots. Mm-hmm. They, they don't really do that much anymore. I uh, Yeah, I'm not. Aware, sort of, back in the day, obviously, being a sort of prepubescent and then, you know, early uh, yeah. adulthood, you were more focused on it. I don't know, like, what goes on in terms of the creative part of yes. porn. It's not very now. creative I, now. I don't, uh, yeah, I, I, maybe there is some that is like that, but it seems to be just uh, all a business, so to speak, nowadays. It's all business, Eddie. It's a big business. <laughs> Listen to us. Not only do we sound old, we sound creepy old, hearkening back to the golden age of pornography. Yes, the 1980s pornography. Uh, Here's a story from St. Petersburg, Florida. Wanted to get your take on this. Okay. A a Florida woman was arrested uh, last week after allegedly offering to perform a sexual act on a cop in exchange for cash and a beanie baby. And a beanie baby. Yes. Now, which beanie baby? Because I know there's, like, people collect them. Good question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, she was negotiating to perform an act on this officer, undercover cop. Oh, he was undercover. He was undercover. He wasn't in uniform. He was not. Okay. She thought she was meeting a John, as they say. Okay. So she is a... A regular uh, prostitute? She is. She's she's 51, so a little older. So a cougar. A cougar, if you in, will. In, in the porn categories. Yes. She uh, she wanted to um, do this act for $5 and a, quote, beanie baby teddy bear. Now, did she know that this guy had the beanie They're baby? They're not sure. Okay. They don't know if she thought the cop already had the beanie baby 
a teddy bear or that she was requesting he go find one in order to for the exchange to take yes. place. Well, I hope it's a, a high value beanie baby. I would hope so. Otherwise, five five dollars either. Not much. She's got to raise her rates, mm-hmm. or you know, or what was he getting? You know, right? Uh, who knows? She or get a some sort of manager. She should have. Yeah, an agent. Yeah, I, I think they call that a pimp. A pimp in right. that world. I would think like that. Beanie babies were no longer. Like collectibles, yeah, like like Cabbage Patch dolls. Yeah, they were good. Right, I I was not mm. aware that that was still a thing. Oh, it's still a or thing. Or that you would turn a trick for one. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you know it's still a thing. Exactly, because the people are willing to turn tricks. Right. And let me give you this finally, Eddie. My final story of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a huge. Well, you like the Rolling Stones. Yes. Mick Jagger. Yes. He's 74 years old. God bless. You'll remember, uh, perhaps, he just had a baby. I don't, but I'm not surprised that he's, he impregnated uh, mm, someone. 31 years old. Oh, God bless again. Well, 31-year-old uh, baby mother. He has moved on from her. All righty. Uh, uh, unfortunately, and he's uh, picked up with a uh, 22-year-old film producer. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's quite a look already. I, I would expect no less yeah. from a legend. So I was doing the math on that. He's mm-hmm. 74, she's 22. Okay. So he was 52 when she was uh, born. When she was born. Yes. But somehow, because he's Mick Jagger, <laughs> yeah. not really creepy. Like her family probably is not even upset. No, he's Mick Jagger. Mick for Jagger. For sakes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not, uh, again... If this was you, uh, twenty whatever years from now, right? Kind of creepy, very creepy. But Mick Jagger, not at all. Mick Jagger still rolling along, seventy-four years old, a relatively new father with a thirty-one-year-old, right? And now he's moved on from that relationship right. to date a twenty-two-year-old. And and by the way, I mean I doubt he's in Wilt Chamberlain category, right? Uh, but he's. He's got to be, you know, in the eight, nine thousand of women in the, his past. I, I would think. I would think that's a safe bet. And just, you know, again, not so much. Maybe in this last ten years, maybe only a hundred. Right. But back in the day, oh my goodness. Yeah, he was uh, what they call crushing it, Eddie. I would, I would say yes. All right, uh, that's it for the post game podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry's back tomorrow. Yes. I did the uh, warm-up show with CeeLo. You did where you dominated. Listen for that, people, where CeeLo could barely talk. Listen for as soon as CeeLo goes to speak, I talk right over him and introduce a new topic. Yes. Uh, Tune in for that. I really think I got through 12 topics in 12 minutes. Uh, Yeah, you might have. It was really rapid fire. (laughs) Kind of like your early uh, sex days. Yes, and later ones as well. Unfortunately. All right. uh, That's it. See you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Oh, good morning. Chris Lepresti in for Jerry Recco this morning, and this portion is sponsored by Discover Card. Hi there, Al. Oh, uh, hi, CeeLo. Uh, Jerry took the day off. I believe he's spending Halloween with his children. That is correct, yes. His children today. Now, I uh, had the greatest email from the uh, building where I live. They sent an email out that said, if you would like to participate in Halloween, 
stop by the front desk and get a uh, a placard for your front door. If you don't, no one can knock on your door. Which do you think I chose? Option B. Option B, no children coming to my door. You should go old school. You have to put like a red X on your door so they know to pass you by. Yeah, I'll just pretend. I'll just keep my TV very low so yeah. the children can't hear it outside children. the door. Uh, I did see that Tom Brady and Giselle are dressing up as uh, avocado and toast, which I was surprised to see. Uh, he uh, Tom says uh, Giselle ordered it on Amazon. Uh-huh. I you thought get, that you get anything on Amazon. Now. You can, but I thought they'd be the type that would have someone just go fetch me an avocado costume. Some bougie, bougie just, servant. Yeah, just some servant. Or they're like, go get I me. Mean, I need an avocado and a toast costume. You know, I think I heard him addressing that after the game on Sunday, or not him. Uh, Devin McCourty was at the podium, and I guess he and Brady drive home together. Is that right? And they Devin, carpool. Devin was like, Save gas. I got to make this quick. Tom's got to stop and pick up his Halloween costume right. on the way home. So Now, yeah. he said he's not a, sure if he's avocado or if he's toast, because uh, mm. it, whatever um, costume fits him best when it comes in the mail. I see. They probably signed up for that prime. I would, I would think so. They can't be bothered to pay for shipping. Even though it's a couple extra bucks. Yeah. Uh, I also see, CeeLo, that the NFL trade deadline is today at 4. Yesterday, I had some lunatics calling me. You know, unfortunately, I have to screen the calls for the morning show, which is brutal. I don't think it's unfortunate. I think it's very entertaining. It should be a sideshow. It is brutal in there. And everyone's calling me go, do you think the Giants are going to trade Eli Manning? No, they're not. So don't call me with that today. Happens every year, Al, for some team and some player. The NFL trade deadline very rarely brings excitement, but this year it has. This year it has. But Eli has a no trade clause. Correct. So he can veto any trade. Yes, he can. And He's they're not a very getting rid of him. Man. Right. They're not going to dismiss a two time Super Bowl MVP with a midseason take it easy. Well,. I suppose it would be a situation where if they felt there was a team he could go and be competitive with, but right. no, it's not going to happen. Not happening. But Jimmy Garoppolo is gone from the Patriots. That's correct. And Avocado Brady is now the only quarterback on the that's team. That's not going to last for long. But for now, yes. Will is, it last till this case. Sunday? Well, they're on a bye. So oh, ah. They have some time. That stinks. Good try, though. Because Brian that- Hoyer, who was just released by the Niners because Garoppolo is heading there, could find himself relocating back to the East Coast to back up Brady as he once did many years ago. Now, when I was show prepping with the Booms before, he said, what if a team that, you know, the uh, the Patriots without a backup, you know, very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't one of these teams competing with the Patriots scoop up Brian Hoyer? What do you think about that, CeeLo? I suppose that's possible. You covered football for a number of years. I did, allegedly. Yeah, so that is possible that someone could grab him. They could, but they'll just, find, they'll just find someone else, and it doesn't really matter because Brady's God. He never gets hurt except for that one year, and they'll be fine. Right. They'll find a guy like Jacoby Brissett who no one ever heard of. Well, they did draft him, but yes. But still. Yeah. Other than Eddie, who's locked in on college football every weekend. Yeah. No he's one, the only one in America who knew who Jacoby no Brissett was. No one knew was. who that was, <laughs> and now he's dominating. On a two and five football team. On yeah. a two and five football team. That's correct. Yeah, not great. Um, also, did you see? Remember Kiko Alonso from the Dolphins? Eddie's dirty, filthy team that he roots for. I am familiar with his work. Yes, with that cheap shot on Joe Flacco, which we all Boomer said he couldn't have stopped. Yeah, Kiko was, said he couldn't have stopped. Right. right? He actually is a not a dirty player. Right. 
Uh, yeah, and what do you want the guy to do? Stop midway through diving for somebody? Uh, they, I'm, I hear he texted Joe Flacco. So wouldn't that doesn't that doesn't that suggest he feels some sliver of guilt for what happened? Yes, but my question is this: because that you'll hear this sometimes, where someone will uh, injure someone and they'll go, "Oh, they texted them after the game." Mm-hmm. How how would you get Joe Flacco's number? Oh. These are it's a, it's a brotherhood, Al. Very simple. So you just go to your PR guy and go, "Hey, I need to your text PR guy, a teammate who might be friends with Flacco, someone you know on his team." I mean, there are a lot of players in the league, but it's still very, very much an inner circle. Al, I always wonder that, that too. Like none of us could ever possibly understand these NFL insiders. Like you'll hear Peter King, be, you know, in his MMQB column, he'll be like, uh, "Oh, I uh, texted so and so." Everyone just handing everybody phone numbers? Apparently, Peter King has mastered that. He gets guys on the, you know, they're basically not even off the field yet. They still got their equipment on. He's on the phone with them getting the breakdown of the game. It's yeah. incredible. Peter King. Peter King. So it probably just went like, uh, hey, Joe Flacco, it's Kiko. Kiko? Kiko. I'm the guy who knocked you out today. My bad. <laughs> Something like that. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, that's probably the uh, the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. The Cliff Notes version of that. So uh, that's all squared away. Then, do you know who this guy is, CeeLo? You covered the Jets. Uh, Ex-Jet kicker Ross Martin. Yes, I do know Ross Martin. Out of Duke. Out of Duke. Yes. Uh, currently unemployed as a kicker. Mm-hmm. So the other night after uh, the Jet kicker. Chandler Catanzaro. The, Chandler cat, Catan- the cat man, as he's affectionately man known. Had a rough. Day I met life in the rain and the wind. It was a uh, monsoon like. I was there. It was miserable. Oh, you were covering the game. Yes, I was dry. In the I never box. know whether you, when you're tweeting during the games, <laughs> you are at the game or you are in front of your television. If I'm now tweeting about the Jets, chances are I'm at the game. All right, and I they're try home. To lay low on road games. Then you're there. Yes. So this guy, you know, what's the kicker's name? Cantazaro. Chandler Catanzaro. Cat. Cat. Canton Zero? Canton Zero. Catman. Just say Catman. He missed the Catman. Cat he man. missed a couple of field goals in the rain and the wind, and yeah. who can blame him? Although I did see people kind of blaming him. There were 40-plus yard field goals in yes. the rain. I believe one was 48 and the other yeah. was 46, 45, believe, something like that. Yes. I think he nailed that. So this uh, ex-Jet kicker, Ross Martin, tweets out a video of him, Ross Martin, kicking 50-yarders in the rain and the wind. Mm. And then goes, oh, there was uh, no underlying meaning to that. <laughs> sure there wasn't. Because he lost his job to the Catman do. Even though he, you could say, outkicked Catman in the preseason, save for the kickoffs, the field goals themselves. I think Ross Martin had the better preseason. So Ross Martin couldn't reach the end zone on kickoffs? I don't know if that he couldn't, but Catanzaro, I guess, had a little more, a little more giddy-up in the leg there. Todd Bowles noted that when he was asked why... Cat and Zero got the job. He mumbled that. that Yeah, something along Had a little more lines. giddy yeah. up in the thing. Yeah. All right. Sila, yeah. when we come back, what is my next story? Oh, I have a story about, a uh, quick story about uh, Wally Backman and the Mets manager job. Mm. Do you have a commercial or something yes, here? Disco- oh, you do. I bad. do. I do. Discover card alerts you if they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. 
Crystal Presti in for Jerry Recco this morning. This portion sponsored by Taco Bell. NFL trade deadline, 4 o'clock today. The Patriots dealing Jimmy Garoppolo to the Niners for a second-round pick. Seahawks acquire Pro Bowl left tackle Dwayne Brown for the Texans for corner Jeremy Lane and a couple of picks as well. Zeke Elliott, six-game suspension back on, pending an emergency appeal by tonight. Monday night football, Chiefs over the Broncos, 29-19. The Astros going for their first World Series title tonight in L.A., game six against the Dodgers. Three straight wins for the Knicks, 116-110 over the Nuggets. Kristaps Porzingis, career high. 38, and the Islanders double up the Vegas Golden Knights 6-3. Taco Bell just made a taco shell entirely out of fried egg, filled it with bacon, potatoes, and cheese. It's called the Naked Egg Taco, and it's about to make breakfast a lot more interesting, Al. A fried egg shell? Yes. I see. Sounds very tempting, right? Yes. So game six tonight, CeeLo, World Series. Uh, Yankees still don't have a manager. Wally Backman says that he reached out to Sandy Alderson. When the Met job came open. What would be the point behind that on his end? You got to ask, CeeLo. Come on. Sandy Alderson is still the GM, is he not? He is. So then what exactly did Wally Bagman expect to happen? Well, uh, Sandy said there was a list of 35 people, uh-huh. and Wally uh, was not one of those. <laughs> you and I would have had a better <laughs> chance making that list than Wally We Backman. would have gotten that before Wally Bagman. I would agree, yes. And then some, uh, you know, the other day we heard about slick baseballs in the World Series. Mm. Evidently, that gold uh, emblem with the World Series logos making the baseball slick. Oh, that's what it is? Just the emblem? Well, they said that was the only difference yeah, in sure. the ball. Right. Uh, some hitters came out to Buster Olney and said, uh, want to give us credit that the pitchers are saying just because the balls are slick, they can't throw their slider. And they're saying that means you're not giving the hitters credit, CeeLo. Oh, right, okay. So the pitters... The, the pitters... pitters. The pitchers are pitchers. complaining that the balls That's are right. too, slick, too slick, and the hitters are complaining they're not getting credit. For hitting the yes. slick the balls. Right. Isn't that the way it always is? I guess so. Pretty much. And then uh, I have a comedian, Brian Regan, coming in today. One of my favorites. I was alarmed at the <laughs> amount of people in this building that have no idea who that is. And I'm the youngest one here, and he's not exactly, I mean, he's he's been around a while now. I thought that you know, guy. I love that guy. By the way, yeah, I think he went on Letterman like 25 or 20 or 30 times or something. Right. In this day and age, every comedian has a Netflix special, and there's hundreds of them. This guy was a huge comedian when you know, that was something. When there was no Netflix. And he's playing Carnegie Hall. That's a pretty that's big a, deal. That's a big place. He's yes. He's great. I was walking around like I had booked this some sort of superstar no, guest. This, I'm this, impressed, this Al. Yeah, you, I, I'm impressed, too, Al. By the way, the guy is a superstar. Superstar. And I, he's clean. I had to Google image him and still nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me. You're a miserable person, so why, why would you even know what a comedian is and actually have a little laugh? Excellent if, point. If you no. didn't make your career by 1978, yes. Eddie has no idea who you are. Unless you're involved in sci-fi. He's That's stuck it. in the dead or the Star Trek is where Star he is. Trek he does. LOL, everybody. <laughs> Listen. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.